What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day Renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. What do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. <laughs> no, I have not heard that one. You haven't heard that? Oh, uh, that's good. That's good. When we get it, then we'll uh, basically have always had it, right? Is that how that right. works? No, I'm just trying to set up my screen so that I can uh, so I can talk about these things you can with trick you. When you're thinking you're doing that fake background thing where you. No, 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 no fake background. This is fine. This is fun. This is just the way that it is today. Um, okay. I'm just uploading something so it's it's attached to the other thing. So I just wanted to um, welcome any new listeners to Gluten is Not Your Problem. Um, yeah, Egypt. Go Egypt, right? <laughs> we got one, one, one listener this last week in Egypt. So thank you, Egypt. Um, yeah, who is in uh, Denmark? Mm-hmm. Um, I am. I'm, I'm here. I'm here co-hosting. My name is John. I'm here with Walter, and we like to talk about food, um, among many other things. I, we've done at least two episodes about time travel. I think I made you give a synopsis of that. What's the movie? Coder or um, oh, Primer? Primer. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the best one of the best time travel movies, of course, is the uh, frequently asked question about time travel. The FAQ, British. Mm-hmm. British. Anna Ferris is like the only real name in it, but uh, really well written. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Well, uh, well, I wanted to talk to you today. I was curious. Well, what did you have for uh, what did you have for dinner tonight? I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't know. Oh, because, you know, not because of you. You wanted me to do some research on this other project, but I was eating it and I was like, John's going to ask me about what I have for dinner tonight. <laughs> And I'm gonna have to was talk it? about. I, I got a Greek salad. Okay. Old chicken on top. Nice. And uh, it was quite delicious and tasty. And uh, I got it from work, which I'm not allowed to do anymore. Even though I I paid for the food, mm-hmm. but they're like they don't want us doing that. Like it's not good. I don't know. I don't know what their problem is with it. It doesn't really make any sense. I don't get a discount. I just pay for it with my credit card, and I I ring it in under a fake room. Name, oh, you know, is it because uh, you didn't ask? Right, but it's like we have to take these mandatory breaks. But you know, and then like I work until ten, where everything is now closed, and there's nowhere to eat any food. So, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, I don't, you know, the half hour mandatory California state break time is not enough. I've tried to get in my new little car and zip across town and get something to eat. It's not enough like, time. No, like I get halfway to the Starbucks and I have to turn around and come back, you know, and then I'm late still. And I now I have nothing to eat and it's hot. So yeah. well, you, you can't you can't go go to bed hungry. Exactly. So uh, uh, Elwood Dowd. Are you familiar with that name? I, I, I am here. Film <laughs> character references. Harvey. Yes. Yeah, Harvey. That's uh, yeah. The Jimmy Stewart character from Harvey. So he he ordered dinner this evening. <laughs> That's what you punched in the name. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to figure it out. Sometimes I do uh, Kaiser Sosik. <laughs> but they told they, you they caught me. One of the one of the younger chefs caught it last time I used that one. Mm. You put it under the Underhill account. Do you get <laughs> do you get tired of that joke? Is that people still like oh, to man. use that joke at the hotel? Old tired joke. I always like. <laughs> Yeah, how about a lobster thermidor and a bottle of Dom Perignon? And then they all laugh, and I'm like, cool, now can we get on to the, you know, the, now there's six people waiting. Can you order your shit and move on now? You made yeah. The laugh. How, how do we tell people not in the business, how do we tell our guests that, like, these jokes aren't funny anymore? The whole, oh, I hated it. It was terrible. And, like, these are, this is not the first time these people have made this joke. I, know. I don't even think it's the first time they've made it with me. You know, well, some I of do, these people I see regulars. 
I do basically my own version of it to them because they come up and they're like, how are you today? And I'm like, I'm great. I'm so great. I couldn't even believe, begin to tell you how wonderful I am. I hardly want to kill myself at all. You know, and I'll just mm-hmm. kind of go on how great I am. And, you know, until they just, you know, put their eyes down in order. You know, <laughs> you, you, you make them uncomfortable until they yeah. leave you alone. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Wow, I'm, I'm so fabulous. Yeah, this is the only place I'd ever want to be ever in my whole life. I hope I never get to go home. <laughs> what can I get for you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm clearly well, here against my will. I'm wearing a name tag, sir. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Um, I well, I was just thinking, like you talked about Greek salad. I love. I like a nice Greek salad. I like putting like olives and stuff, and and I put pickles. I'm a big fan of capers these days. What was yeah. that? Look? Yeah. Are you like capers? I don't. I'm not a big caper fan. I like I like the flavor that they give, but I don't like like onions. Like what I like to do is, um, I put them in like a sauce or something that I'm building, mm-hmm. and then I'll take them out. Like I like I like the flavor they impart, but I don't like their mouthfeel, their texture, their presence. I don't like them in my mouth. Like they're <laughs> kind of unpleasant. If you could have like a spray of capers, that would be fine. Maybe <laughs> a nice spray. misting. Yeah. Onions are the same way. Like I'll do like a, it's called an onion brulee. Like if I'm making a stock or a sauce or something, you just take the onion, you cut it in half, and you score the top of it. Like kind of cut into the onion, mm-hmm. but don't go. And then you just caramelize the top of it. Like you just put it face down in some like butter and oil, and like fry it till it's nice and golden brown, and set it aside. And then when you want to like, if you're making a soup or something, you just throw it in there in the beginning, and it boils out. It like saturates and pulls out all that flavor. But then you just pull it out this giant onion. You don't have to pull the onion out. Okay, so you're just bruleeing the onion because when you said onion brulee, I imagined flan or like pudding involved in with the onion or something. But that's not what we're doing. No. <laughs> the brulee part. You know. Brulee te- technically just means burn. Brand so right, yeah. Just like well, I mean, I wanted to. So that was, you know, that was your last, your last yeah. meal. Was right. the, your most recent meal, and you know my last meal was, I just kind of had some leftover veggies, and I've been cutting. I just cut up, so I put some leeks, and I've been messing around with some other like, uh, what do you call them? Aromatics. I wanted to yeah. try something other than an onion. And yeah. Leek. The leek had an interesting flavor. It almost like lended itself to like it tasted almost like an egg, like a scrambled egg flavor in there no. or something. No, it didn't. Sorry, no. Leeks don't taste like eggs. They taste there like was... onions. Basically, you have like onions, green onions, leeks, chives. They're like the same. They're just like they're slightly smaller versions of the same stupid thing. I don't know. That's okay. Not, and then I'm sticking to it. I hate them. I hate all of them. They just make it anyway. They you can't chew through them. So people like to put them on your. They put them like like to chop them up really small and sprinkle them on your food, or if they chop them a little bit too big and throw them in your salads, and you can't bite through this tough leaf exterior. That's why leeks are great for leek soup because you boil the hell out of them and then puree them, macerate them, and then extract that like get them out of there. Mm-hmm. Like nobody put that in their mouth. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I just I chopped it up and I sautéed it down, so it was not uncooked. Yeah. I wasn't I didn't put it in a salad. I wasn't eating it raw, yeah. so I not just like cooked it down. Whatever. Yeah, no, and I don't eat those raw either. I maybe cold, but not oh, raw. Right, right. There's, That's right. You cook them and then eat them cold. You can't. I don't think you should. You, I don't think you're supposed to eat potatoes raw, and I don't think you're you're not supposed to eat beans hard like uncooked either. Really? I think there's some dangerous. There's there's things that these things need to be cooked for a reason. You're pretty savvy with the in the bean world, aren't you? You you like your beans and your legumes. I do. I just so I just cooked a batch of kidney beans from scratch, like from hard beans. It wasn't it wasn't difficult. They're not very flavorful. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna require some 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 seasoning, but I think they'll be all right. Although I may have overcooked them because they're kind of dry. But then again, it's a kidney bean. It's not like a yeah delicious sumptuous. I don't know. It could be if you made it delicious, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just—I mean, don't maybe play I need the bean, a... John. <laughs> Go put your feet in the beans. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you remember that? Yeah, how's Marla doing? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I should ask her. Um, I actually, and she she's going to come up in our conversation today. Um, yeah. So at one point we lived in this house, Walter and I, and um, 
there was a girl that I lived in there prior who bought a bunch of beans, bought a bunch of dry goods because we were going to have a pantry. And when she left, she left all the beans. And so I had this giant plastic Luxon, Luxan, Luxan <laughs> container full of beans that nobody ever cooked, nobody touched, nobody wanted anything to do with. Nobody was cooking dried beans in that house. Much, much like the girl who left them. Yes. So there's this thing that happens, I think, and maybe it's like you want to put your hands in like beans when you see them at the grocery store. There's like this this like draw to the void of the beans. Like, I don't know if it's because you're not supposed to, if it just feels good. It's like a ball pit. OK, yeah, it's like a childhood thing. Right. Everything is yeah. right. Basically. Yeah, it's a, it's a anal pretended. <laughs> kind of, I mean, that's the stage you are in your developmental like if you were to read your 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 child psychology textbook, like uh, that's what they would say. It's like that's that's the stage where you're playing with corn flour and sticking your fingers and things, smelling them. Like your butt? Yeah, it's gross. Put the microphone closer to your face, there, Walter. Well, can you not hear me? Yeah, you gotta have that little that little square has got to be near your thing. Okay. Yeah. Is that better? Yep, that's good. How about now? Perfect. That's the one. Okay. All right. Um, I just have to be able to well, hear how loud I'm talking. Sorry. No, you. Uh, but so I, I was like, I think I started putting my hands in the in the beans because it was giant. It was huge. And then somebody, maybe it was me, was like, I'm gonna put my feet in the beans. And then it became this thing where everybody was taking turns putting their feet in the beans. Maybe not you. No, I didn't put my feet in the beans. But I remember I was there. I was in the living room, and you put your feet in the beans. And Marla saw it. She was up visiting, and she's like. I want to put my feet in the beans. And so then she took off her shoes and socks and stood in the beans. And the alcohol might have had something to do with the pleasure. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, the but it was, it was a ball pit situation. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Um, so, and again, we've talked about your um, unfortunate incarceration and the food that was there. And so I want to talk a little bit further about what people what not just what well I well, I want to talk about the last meal that people get before they're executed. I want to talk gotcha. about last meals. Right. Yes. And so I was doing a little bit of research and they have been doing last suppers for a very very long time, like since I don't know, ancient times. And one of the things um that I found was that well, because you like Christ's Last Supper, you know that picture, right. right? I mean, I don't know who knew. Well, somebody knew he was getting crucified that the next day, right? Somebody must have. I mean, there must have been a plan. Well, there was the guy uh, who threw him under the bus, right? What was his name? He was a real Judas, wasn't he? Yeah, Judas. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing that struck me was that so they would feed people, they would give them, and every like one of the superstitious things was that. If they didn't, or if the reason they fed you is because it was harder for your ghost to come out and haunt them for some reason. <laughs> so if you had a full stomach, your ghost wouldn't be able to come back from or come from the afterlife and haunt the executioner or the king or whatever. Well, that sounds about right. I was because uh, this was the reading assignment. This was the homework assignment that you gave me. Right. So yeah. I, was, I was also doing my part of the research. And apparently there's this guy in Texas who ordered like one he had like a couple of chicken fried steaks a couple of like buckets of fried chicken a couple of uh ribeye steaks and mm -hmm. milkshakes and coca-colas and he ordered like a whole bunch of stuff and then didn't eat any of it and just wasted it and so now texas mm -hmm. doesn't do that before they kill someone they just can't they're like all right you know what he ruined it he ruined it for everyone so they don't do it anymore they don't do it anymore in texas yeah in that's texas. what i was reading mm. can't remember but... no i I, uh, there was the one, oh, you're talking about this guy, Bobby Wayne Woods. Yeah, he got two chickens fried, two chicken fried steaks, two fried chicken breasts, three pork chops, two hamburgers. Doesn't say that he didn't eat it all, but if you read that in here. But there's a lot of, it's a lot of meat and potatoes, at least in America. It's a little bit different in Europe. But, and I think a lot, of, I mean, even from the, like the 1980s to the 2000s, and even as recent as like, um, 2019, it's all roast beef, bacon, French fries, and soda. Right. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's a little lack of imagination there, or 
Well, here's the thing. I mean, you're thinking about who are these people that are being executed for murder? They're probably not upper class. You know, they're not like white collar, you know, guys who have no, been eating, obviously, you know, they're, nobody's ordering caviar and shit. Right. Because no perception, the perception of these guys of, you know, oh, I can have any food that I want for the first time in my life. What have I, you know, what's that thing up there at stake? You know, it's meat, it's protein. It's, it's the, that's, you know, mm-hmm. mignon. I mean, it's like, that's what everybody knows about, you know, so there's, you know, these suckers running around in the 18, 1700s who've never had a steak, maybe, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's the perception of what a rich person would eat. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because there's a lot of lobster, too. Hmm? Yeah, surf and surf. But, um, you know, there was one account, again, this is in, this is in Texas, where there was the guy, and he was on death row with, like, five or six different people, and he ordered enough ice cream for each one of the inmates to, like, share, so that, like, that was their sort of parting gift to their friends, I guess. I mean, this is, I know we're kind of talking about food here, and it's a little bit morbid and dark, but, I mean, it's just an interesting thing that, like... That we honor food so much that we'll give it to a guy we're about to kill? Yeah, kind of. Or at least, you know, it certainly brings into... part of our... Um daily life you know mm-hmm. our economy our existence i mean basically i mean i work in the food industry mm-hmm. you know i don't know what percentage of the world is directly or indirectly involved in the food industry but it's huge i mean every half the advertisements you see are involved with food yeah and not to the i don't want to get into the i mean part of me wants to get into the health aspect of it because there's there's food for pleasure and food for joy and food for entertainment, right? Potato chips and ice cream. But you can't eat those things all day, every day. I mean, you can, shouldn't. but it, you shouldn't. Right. <laughs> because there's also the idea of food as fuel to mm. move whatever you need to do, right? You Chinese food is a classic example of that. I mean, like, if you go to a Chinese food restaurant, right, mm-hmm. and you have, like, chow mein and the fried rice and like order you could go to that restaurant every day and eat there and you'll die i mean because that's not what they eat like the entire country of china is not eating fried rice every day you know what i'm saying like right that's culturally not what they they're basically that's their equivalent is like that's like their hot dogs and cotton candy you know what i mean like that's what they eat at celebrations and you mm-hmm. know like, they're not yeah they're not eating pork fried rice for three meals a day that's <clears throat> I couldn't imagine. So I just kind of like, it's just funny to me that like that's, and obviously if this is your last meal ever on earth, we're not too interested about the, about how nutrient dense the quality mm-hmm. of the food is because you're not, you don't have to deal with any of the consequences. Right. I mean, I would, if, be, con- I would be convinced that somebody's fat in it. I would need it. <laughs> so, uh, so I want to get there in a second. Cause I want to ask you, but okay. um, I wanted to get your reaction to a couple of these um, and there's lots of, so this guy, did, did your, and I, I this is, this is going to sound dark, but you, you had a relative who was up for, and I don't remember how that, um, that oh, unfortunate, train guy? how did that, yeah, the train guy, how did, from the great train mystery, how did that, how did that guy end up? I think he got, he's either in life in prison or he's dead. I think they executed him. Hmm. I don't know, I have to ask my mom, maybe she'll know. Can she get the paperwork and find out what his last meal was? I mean, it's a little too late, but... Jesus, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like I said, it's her cousin. Like, she might upset her, you know? Like, I, Well, I don't want to upset... Up, she thought he was innocent. <clears throat> There's no way my cousin did this, you know? And... Uh, okay, well, I don't want to upset anybody's my... mother. Yeah, what? I don't want to upset anyone's mother. Um, this guy, Douglas Wright, in Oregon in 1996, um, he had one honey bun. That was it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Nice. Keep it simple, stupid. I love it. All right. Um, You know, and I I think that like, oh, here we go. So Edward Hartman for murder, and he was put to death in 2003, and he had a Greek salad, linguine (laughs) with white with white clam sauce, cheesecake and cherry topping, garlic bread and a Coke. Huh. Sounds like fucking Olive Garden. He just made a selection like he's he probably ate out a lot. And he's just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Greek salad and linguine. Like, 
what what so, menu did they show him for him to choose this <laughs> i don't think they give i mean i think there's this there's the standard one like if you deny it or you say no i don't want anything they bring you like a steak dinner i think it's like the that's that's also funny that that is the default that's the default um you know luxury perfect dinner? meal yeah luxury meal you know and it's it's um well, there's that one guy who he ha- he asked for a whole bunch of other stuff, but he one of the things he asked for was spaghetti O's, and mm-hmm. they just gave him spaghetti. And he was like, his famous his last words were, "I just want everyone to know that was regular spaghetti, not spaghetti O's that I asked for." Like, <laughs> <laughs> just to <laughs> he make sure that off. you know. Yeah. Um, and then, are you familiar with John Wayne Gacy? Oh yeah, what was that fried chicken? So. Well, I read the book Killer Clown, and it was a it was a uh, I for there was a period I was into the true crime novels, and um you almost went as John Wayne Gacy for uh for Halloween, but yeah. you were just too creepy, and we told you no, you weren't allowed to do it. Basically, yeah, it's just there's yeah. just it was crossing a line, and it was not no nope, the people who knew me didn't want to be around me. So, yeah. but he, so this guy, God, he was. He was only executed in 1994. It seems not that long ago. That was a really long time ago now. Well, it is now. It was 26 years ago, but when I think of 1994, anyhow, he had a dozen deep fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe chicken from KFC, French fries, a pound of strawberries, and a bottle of Diet Coke. And I guess he. I couldn't (laughs) eat a pound of anything. That's crazy. No, didn't you? What were you putting in your smoothies? Blueberries, didn't you? Like smoothie up a pound of blueberries. <laughs> I did, but that was not. That wasn't a flat. That was like one carton. That was like a pint. Hmm. Okay. So, and I guess you can choose. Some of these people were done by the firing squad. Like this guy was put to death by a firing squad in 1996. Um, what John Albert in? Taylor. That was in Utah. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> So he got, check this out, he got antacid medicine, a cigarette, and a pizza with everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, and then they shot him through a hole. Right? Or, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, again, a lot of this is like in the 90s, and it's the shit was different then, you know? Like, it's just a lot of this, like... Fast food. That's what people. I guess that's just what they crave. And you're like, I just want the my, my favorite delicious thing from being a kid. Again, I think it has yeah. something to do with childhood, wanting to go to Burger King or KFC or McDonald's or Pizza Hut. Yeah. You know. Um, this well, the, is the worst thing that I, I think about when I when I was reading these things is like, you know, you go to a new restaurant you're not that familiar with, and you you're like, normally I would get like a hamburger, I would get you know something I'm familiar with, but you mm-hmm. see something like, I'm gonna try this. And you get burned. You're just like, oh, yep. that was awful. Like, can you imagine if your last meal, you're like, oh, I'm going to go with, I've never, I've been, you know, poor my whole life. I've never had surf and turf. Do you try it? And it's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Your last meal is like basically inedible. And you're like, you wanna, can I send this back to the chef? <laughs> can I, like, right. can can I get something else? It's like, no, like, it's too late. No, he got to kill you instead. <laughs> um, Worst dining experience ever. <laughs> This guy got Hubba Bubba bubblegum to be shared with his brother and a cousin. But he got, he got, it's just so odd. Like you want to get bubblegum. I mean, if you're going to blow some bubbles, that's the way to go. That's okay, but they're kind of small. I like Hubba Bubba. Bubba Yum was probably my favorite one. Sorry. What's the difference? Uh, The size and the shape of the gum, mostly. Um, Bubblicious uh, sometimes had two flavors. Like they had, it was kind of like Bonkers, but Bonkers was like the hard, chewy candy. But the Bubblicious had like, like it had like green on the outside and pink in the middle. Uh, you know, and then uh, Hubba Bubba was like these big squares. Like it would just take up like, you know, like you take, um, oh, what was that Fruit by the Foot? Mm-hmm. Not Fruit by the Foot, uh, Bubble Tape. Yeah, Bubble Tape. Cause same thing. Gum for me, not you. Or, uh, <laughs> What was that other stuff? Um, big League Chew. The big I remember I, I had a lot of Big League Chew. With all of those things, the goal was to stuff as much of this shit in your mouth as you could, right? And you just keep mm-hmm. packing more gum in there until you could barely move your mouth. And Bubba Yum was basically like, it was just each piece. I think there were only like four pieces in a pack. 
And you, cause you put it in there and it was just like, it would fill your whole cavity, your whole mouth cavity as it gave you cavities, obviously. But, yeah. But, um, yeah. What was the I question? Had, I don't, I don't remember bubble gum. I mean, we could, maybe we should do a whole episode on bubble gum. I don't know. The yipe stripes. You could. Ooh, stripe gum. Yeah. But I like had, their, um, what? That just never lasted though. That's like the whole, that's yeah. the trope. It's like five seconds and you got to throw it out and get a fresh one. Yeah. Uh, what was really great, extra. I don't even know if they make extra anymore, but like the extra, um, the mint is awful. But if you get like the, the one of the cherry or fruit flavors, it lasts forever. Yeah, as mm-hmm. extra, extra, extra long time. Like you can sit there and chew that and it just keeps giving you that, that flavor. Extra. And then there was some, um, uh, what was it? The, the long freshness that goes through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on and on while you chew it say goodbye a little longer mm-hmm. is that extra i just lost you. i think that's with big that's red extra. oh longer with big red yeah you're right <laughs> i had to sing through the whole song um <laughs> so could do you, does the name kelly jisan jisan J- i'm gonna have to pronounce this correctly Jacendanar mean anything? Is that the woman who uh, Charlie's Theron played in that movie? It's what called you... Monster. Oh, oh, the woman, the actual person. Yeah. Do you know what her name was? I don't. Well, I think it was this woman. And this was, she got cheese dip with chips, Texas nachos with fajita meat, and a diet frosted lemonade. Previously, it had been cornbread, buttermilk, two Burger King Whoppers. There's the Burger King again. Two large order of French fries, cherry vanilla ice cream, popcorn lemonade, and a salad with boiled eggs, tomato, green peppers, onions, carrots, cheese, and Paul Newman buttermilk dressing before getting her execution stayed. <laughs> Do you think that like some of this is just fucking with people, or you're like, I just want a bite of everything that I that I can get before I die. I don't know. I'm probably a mixture. You, I mean, you want you want to stick it to the guy who's killing you, right? I mean, you're you're not going to make it easy for him. Mm-hmm. I think. Also, it's a chance for you to yeah have whatever the hell you want. So that's pretty cool, you know. And this is this is the guy. Can you order like something really fucked up, like a um. What is uh, endangered animal? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, here we go. Here's here's a guy, 2017. <laughs> Bald eagle, boiled. Um, he chose to receive Holy Communion as his last meal. Wow, that's. I guess if you got to get right with God, if the, I mean, if there's ever a time. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say he didn't mean it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it's just like there's just so much. It's in, it's just interesting to me the the level of, I guess it just is a matter the level of like fast food and and burgers and fries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I I guess it's just re comfort food. It's just reliving. Like. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's about one of those chalupas from Taco Bell is the only thing that's gonna satisfy me. Like they're just so good. And if it's just gonna be for that time. Are you, were you disappointed when Taco Bell said they were going to take a bunch of stuff off their um, off their menu? Have you noticed any? Uh, have you been missing anything from Taco Bell lately? I, I haven't. No. Okay. I find it annoying that their chalupa comes standard with chicken. So every time I order, I have to tell them to put the beef back on it. Like, wants <laughs> chicken on their taco? It's weird. You don't like chicken tacos? No, I like chicken quesadillas, but I don't. Yeah. But not a chicken taco. No, it's weird. Weird. Am but I alone that- in that? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it's it's you're right. I mean, uh, the the ground beef is the standard is the taco standard. Right. Everyone so. knows. Stop reinventing the wheel. <clears throat> so I also wanted to get your reaction. Some of these where I, I shared this on our Facebook page, which um, our Facebook group, if you go to gluten is not your problem on Facebook, you can find us there. And I asked some people about their what their last meals would be. And um. I wanted to read you a few of these and tell me what you think. Okay. So Sharon Sharon writes, lobster with butter, baked haddock and cream wine sauce, topped with Ritz crackers, crumb topping, baked potato with sour cream, butter, and chives, a simple cucumber, tomato, basil salad, and olive oil, red wine, vinaigrette, Italian dressing. 
What is haddock? Baked haddock in cream sauce. Is that fish? I feel like that's a fish. I mean, okay. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a river fish, but I She's... may have just made that up. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, I, a river fish. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> She's going pretty hard for the seafood. I, I don't. Do they do a lot of like seafood like cream sauces? Do you see that a lot? I don't. I'm trying to think of. I mean, it's fish weird. and cream. It's the Italian chef that I studied under. Like on like basically my first day, he's like, no, no cream sauce, like dairy and fish should never meet. And then like as I worked for him, I found that we did it quite a bit actually, and I and it's quite pretty popular. So I don't mm-hmm. know how. I mean, it's you know, it's like I don't know, communism. It's a great idea in theory, but it doesn't really work. Huh. You no, know? because yeah, like you, the salmone. Uh, near it the saffron cream sauce with black uh pasta is fucking delicious that's italian it's northern yeah italian. right but, so i'm just trying to think of like i just don't know what haddock is exactly i mean yeah the lobster with butter sounds delicious even rich crackers on top i'm just trying to understand it well i think that's but, just you know like yeah just a little brown little cr- crumble and then, I guess, what they bake it kind of on there to yeah like, mm-hmm. like, us, like a like a rockefeller oyster kind of thing mm-hmm. I don't know. our our friend adam from over in uh, Napa that we know from back in the day. He says, I'd probably fast. If not, then peanut butter cups with vanilla bean ice cream. Do I get a beer too? And that's, you, there's no mention of alcohol no, in any I of these. No, I have alcohol. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, I mean. We're going to have know. alcohol and I'm going to go to the electric chair. I'm going to have two pints of 151, sir. <laughs> Maybe some Everclear. Like, I'm going to put this whole place sky high. No, they're not going to let them do that. Right. Or probably lethal injection. You can't be mixing the alcohol because what? It might die. Yeah. Might die. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. You get hurt. <laughs> Got to worry about the health and safety, right? Safety. Jesus. Yeah. No, I love that they uh, they always swab all the needles and everything with alcohol before they <laughs> stick the needle in them. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Oh, so here's our friend Marla. And she says, I don't think I'd want to know. I might be unable to decide under that kind of pressure. I think she's saying maybe if there was a menu item or something. But but I also, and I maybe you can help me with what this is, but also I think, because she went to culinary school too, maybe moule frites and champs. I think champ, she means champagne. But what's moule, M-O-U-L-E, frites? Moule frites? Do you know what that is? Dead silence. No, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm. I'm on the spot here. So it's French fries of some kind, right? Or something that's fried. Okay, moules frites or moules moules frites is a is a main dish of mussels, mussels and fries, mussels mussels and French fries. Okay. So she would have mussels and French fries and champagne. Ah, that's so annoying. Thanks, Marla. (laughs) Go to culinary school, and all of a sudden you can't talk like a normal. Like we all just know what you're talking about. It's like every person who goes to Hawaii, they go to Hawaii and they come back from Hawaii. You know, they all have to say Hawaii was wonderful. It's like no one calls it that until you go there. I've been to Hawaii. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> no, I just I just say I went I got to go to Maui. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Right. I just just I just want to get I don't want to get into that argument at all. <clears throat> just I, I just I went to Maui. Yeah. Um. Well, see, I'm the kind of idiot. You say Maui, you could say, see, I always thought, like, what was it? Miami, Hawaii, mm-hmm. and what's the other one that's like, it's like Baja? Like, I always thought that these places were where they're not. You know, like, I always thought Baja, or I thought Maui was in Florida, and Miami was in California, and Baja was part of Hawaii. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where these goddamn places are. Walter, you own a globe, don't you? I do actually. You enjoy maps, don't you? You seem like the kind of guy who would enjoy maps. You could probably narrow it down. But they're more like art to me. Like I, I think that they're beautiful, but I don't actually study them. You know. Well, remind me not to put you in charge of directions. Then <laughs> I should never. Oh, I drove to um. Where was it? Where'd you drive to? Did you get lost? Luma, without mm-hmm. the aid of a navigation device. <clears throat> Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. 
did you did you at any point feel like you were going the wrong way and said fuck it i guess i'll find out or did you were you confident in your choices on the road i had the day off so i just kind of kept okay i was just like i'm you know if i'm wrong i'll i'll make it back i got a full tank and you made it back i made it there and i made it back and what was in petaluma did you have lunch nothing nothing was open no i was i was trying to get shoes but okay basketball shoes I, I ended up getting basketball shoes um, with my friend in Napa. But... Oh, are you going to get some running shoes? No, these are these basketball shoes are pretty much, these are it for me. This, this is it? That's all? Okay. For shoes. This, this is it, yeah. <clears throat> um, so our friend from Hawaii, uh, <laughs> John, John, John from Hawaii says, in a very altruistic way, he says, uh, what his last meal will be one that I could share with someone who is hungry. <laughs> I uh, don't know if that's if he, he's not playing the game the right. Of this. <laughs> You're already a murderer on death row, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's like the guy who got ice cream for his friends on death row. I mean, sure. I guess that's if you're going to yeah, do that. Your friends are on death row. That sounds great. <laughs> um, that's your support group. Mm-hmm. Get up to my um, yeah, our friend uh, Josh Josh Cece, who I've never met, although never we're met Josh... so, we're internet friends. No, I never met Josh 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 Cece. Why is that so hard for me to say? Uh-uh, he was never down there when I was in Arizona. I don't think so. Did maybe maybe I met him. Maybe wow. I met him when he came up to Eugene. That's weird. I think so. Yeah, I don't think that I did when we were down there. Where the hell was he? I don't know where the hell he was. He wasn't where I was. Gary's best friends. Like he should have been there. Alaric was there. I don't know, man. I don't, maybe this is sore subject. I wouldn't bring. I don't want to bring that up. All right. Well, I don't what know, did but, he have? <laughs> he says. He says all, capital letters, all of the green M and M's. I just assume that I'm on death row. This will buy him some time. <laughs> so basically, he's just gonna sit in his cell and eat all the M and M's. Because they're for, gonna some time to find them all. Right. Can I it. tell you, as somebody who was addicted to M&Ms for a brief, well, I should say a long period, it makes you sick very quickly. You can't, like any of this stuff, you can't just sit there and eat it. I mean, there's a reason. You cut a coated chocolate, yes. Mm-hmm. That's um, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't, uh, candy is something, too, that, like, I used to eat a lot of, and I used to make myself sick with, and I don't want to get into my dark you know unfortunate eating habits or anything like that but i just can't imagine i'm glad those days are behind you buddy (laughs) i mean i do enjoy a nice piece of uh a nice bit of dark chocolate every once in a while i suppose um we got in trouble uh at work and um so there's me uh, everybody does it right there's one person in particular who's a little more cavalier and uh open about it but we were at lineup, as people often are, um, and uh, the manager says, uh, so the pastry chef would like you to stop eating all of the chocolate, like dark chocolate nibs from for like baking and stuff, you know, and if, for the love of God, if you're going to do it, you need to wrap up the bag. You can't just leave the bag open. <laughs> just going into and so like it's just like. And everybody was kind of like pointing the finger at the one other person. And he's just like, yeah, I, I mean, OK. And I was like, yeah, now we got to tape it up and whatever. It was just funny to me that like, this, well, you know, and it was always like a fun little treat, like, ooh, little little dark chocolates come out and, you know, kind of yeah, make sure. Ruin stuff for everybody, though. It's like, yeah, we, <laughs> of course, we all do it. But it's like you have that one idiot who just comes in like a, you know, bowl in a china shop and ruins, you know, it's like. <clears throat> well. You remember I don't... the bacon situation at the Fairmont? Yes, I do. It was amazing. They just left it up there on the hot thing to grab the bacon. And when we walk past, you know, if Chef's not really looking, you just a little piece of bacon here and there. And then some idiot, like, sees me do it or something. And they're like, ooh, free bacon? And he goes up and just, like, pulls the thing down, fills the plate up with bacon. Now nobody gets bacon. Like, yeah. you got to be greedy. you got to be rude. Like, ugh. Well, I don't know who I don't know who left the bag open this particular time. I, I, I can't there's no fingers to point because we were all culpable. But it was basically like if you're going to steal candy from the restaurant, please be better at covering your tracks was basically the, uh, yeah. you know, like there's no need because I don't think anyone's I mean, it's just like it's a little snack, you know, 
Hey, right? Yeah. That's the perk yeah. of working in a restaurant? Acceptable yeah, exactly. loss? I don't know. Well, you drop enough food, you throw enough away, you see it getting thrown away in like these huge quantities, and you think, you know, and yeah, people send things back, and you know, it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be a big deal. They're like, okay, well, we refire this. It's like, well, what are you going to do with that hamburger? Throw it away? Can I eat it? No, you can't eat it. And they just throw it in the garbage. And you're like, wow, what a petty <laughs> piece of shit you are. Like, what is wrong with you? There's that too. Well, I mean, I don't know. Not too many people I know get into the restaurant business because they're. I don't know. Anyhow, I, I just, I don't know. There's a lot of petty pieces of shit out there. There really are. So They're breeding. Speaking of somebody who's not a petty piece of shit, who's a delightful okay. human being that we both know. Um, you know Dennis, right? You remember Dennis? People named Dennis. Which one you, you know there? Dennis from, uh, from Sante, from the old yeah. Dennis. Yeah, oh. from the old Sante. <clears throat> so he says for his last meal, he said, fried chicken, my all-time favorite. Apparently, as an infant, I rejected eating solid food longer than most. Then suddenly, at a family barbecue with friends at Lake Mendocino, I ate solid food, fried chicken, and apparently I devoured it, as if I was starving. Of course now, it's organic, farm-raised fried chicken from Whole Foods and freshly cracked pepper and French sea salt. Now, the best part about that is not only that, you know, we know Dennis, and I just think, I can just imagine him talking about fucking chicken at a childhood barbecue so he puts he posts another comment with him um and he says and he's watching the the democratic national convention and it's a picture of him with a plate of fried chicken just like his feet and the tv and his dog and he says fried chicken with fleur de sel cracked pepper sparkling water chilean cabernet devoted doggies charlie and chaplin i guess those are his name his dogs are charlie and chaplin and barack and joe it doesn't get any better than this so, and he said, he said, John, your question inspired me to have it now. Life is too short. Eat the fried chicken and buy the shoes. So I don't know what the shoes are. If that's another, if that's just a, is that just a saying? Like life short, buy the shoes. Like don't bag of chips. Treat yourself. Buy the treat shoes. yourself. I think that might be a treat yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like Dennis. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was fun. He was a lot of fun. So we have one from John Wilson. Do you remember John Wilson? Ooh, yeah, poor yeah. guy over at uh, the Horsehead or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think he's speaking oh, for him and his wife, and he says first, yeah, that's exactly right. He says Erica's final Erica's final meal would be prime rib rare, garlic mashed potatoes with gravy, cream spinach, and a bottle of Tempranillo. That sounds pretty proper. Yeah. What I don't about cream spinach? Has to be. <laughs> But all right, whatever, man. <laughs> didn't you? You didn't like that cream spinach at the House of Prime Rib? I will. No, you don't. You don't eat sides at House of Prime Rib, man. You don't eat sides. That's, that's sucker's fat. No. No. Not no, even that. What's that? Rib. That egg bread or whatever they make you? That like a pudding? That Yorkshire pudding? So good. And they've yeah, they got the gravy all over it, and it's great. But don't do it. Box it up and take it with you later. But no, Go for you the prime rib, and then when they come around, you say, "I'm ready for second steak." And they will bring you a second steak. Yes. And then you finish that one and they come back around and you say, I think I'd like a third steak. And they'll bring you third steak. Did you get a third steak for real? No, I you did. didn't. I did. did you? I did. You were there with me. I don't think so. Oh, you, you, I maybe. I mean, I do remember being there with you, but it I remember was, you get. On the birthday trip when we sat yes. in the room with a bottle of wine, it was like we were in the back. We were in like the main okay. dining, like off to the side or whatever. Third steak. Third steak. So speaking of prime rib, well, and he says, he says mine would be prime rib rare, spicy fried chicken, spicy gumbo, mashed potatoes, with red eye gravy. What is red eye gravy? Is that the one where they put the coffee in it? No, it's just it's a it's a Cajun thing. Okay, fried okra Mizuna collard style with smoked pork, purple pumpkin pie, with a coconut cream cheese topping. Shoe fly pie, Kona coffee, and chicory coffee. Do you know what shoe fly pie is? Yeah, it's basically the good part of um, of a uh, pecan pie without the pecan. <laughs> okay, you don't like pecans? I'm not a. I don't dislike pecans. As far as nuts go, they're okay. But like pecan pie, I can't. You can't tell me I'm wrong here. But like the good part is like the soft brown underneath, and then yeah, if you could just take the nuts off of there, it's so good. 
so rich. Hmm. But yeah. You don't like nuts, do you? High and apple pan down, he makes my eyes light up and my tummy stay howdy. <laughs> I don't know that. High and apple pan downy, never get enough of that wonderful stuff. <clears throat> you never heard that? I have never heard that song. So, yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> I think you're going to have to send me a video YouTube of it. <laughs> um, so, our old friend Joe Zara, Zara, why do I always want to? Zara. Yeah. Zara. He sent me a he sent me a picture. I don't know if you can see this. Can you see that? Looks like a pizza. It is. So he says, Trenton tomato pie, and Sangiovese. Simple, classic, just like Joe. Yeah. No comment. That, that sounds exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> glass of wine. Why not? Mm hmm. <laughs> So I think you, I, I, what I'm seeing here is a theme, at least, you know, the people, Americans, except for a Miss Fancy Pants Marla with the uh, Moules Streets. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Marla. I'm just teasing. Um, I bet you make the best Moules Streets. Um Is that there's a lot of this meat and potatoes and a lot of this stuff where it's like, it's like basically... What is your favorite childhood dish is what it comes down to. If you can have one thing and you want to go back to the comfort of childhood. Since I was a kid, like I had it at a restaurant. I think it was at the Shiloh Inn or no, what, what? It was some restaurant over on the coast that my parents took me to and I had shark and it was so good. It was, and I haven't had it since. I think I heard something about how sharks were abused or something. And mm. So, and I, I know you have to go soon, but I obviously... Do. Obviously, I need to know what your your last meal would be. My last meal. I mean, if you had to pick, like, if there's something, like, you close your eyes and you just imagine this plate of food in front of you, the knife and fork, and you can I'll smell it. Jacques, but see, the problem is, I mean, <laughs> and I also, the thing is, I want to say fried chicken, but I don't just want fried chicken because nobody, nobody makes fried chicken like my mother. So I'd have to have her come and make the fried chicken for it for me. But the problem is she would probably like try and she'd want me to break out. So she'd do something <laughs> clever, like put a nail file in there, but it would just ruin the chicken. You know, like I'm not going to be able to escape with this nail file, but I don't know. You know what I mean? So it would just, you would just ruin the chicken. It would, but her <clears throat> fried chicken is the best and her mashed potatoes. Yeah. The gravy, mom, no nail file. So it would be mom's chicken, fried chicken and mashed potatoes, or fondue. We used to have that for uh, our birthdays every year. Fondue. I think. Maybe all three. You know what? Yeah. You can have whatever you want. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think prime rib and mashed potatoes sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'd want I, the heel though. I want the heel cut mm -hmm. the primer. I feel like there would I'd want some sort of grilled cheese situation in there as well. Mm. Like Ooh. something like lamb with mint jelly. Like maybe something not not super fancy. Like I don't necessarily need like the brie and green apple. Um, but like mm. maybe a little grilled, I don't know, maybe a nice ham and cheddar cheese and tomato Can soup. We do like a seven course kind of thing. <laughs> Could you? I mean, I don't know. You I don't know. I don't, do they just do like, they just bring it all at once and then you have to watch half of it, most of it go cold before you get it? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess, and also they're like, who knows what they're telling these people, you know, who are on death row about what they can and cannot get, you know? Right. Who's cooking it for? What's in the kitchen? Are they ordering this? I mean, obviously these things are... are um. Ooh, I had a dark thought just now. Yeah, please. What? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. about this. Well, what if, what if, what if the reason they're giving them this last meal mm -hmm. is because basically they're not going to, they don't want to execute them on a full stomach because they don't want them to evacuate. So it's basically like you get your last meal at 6 p.m. the night before you get murdered in the morning. Or you're executed in the morning, right? Like going in for surgery. Like you don't want mm -hmm. bowels to evacuate all this stuff. So you're going to like you can't have food after midnight, you know, before right. surgery. 
Like gremlin. So they're basically feeding you whatever this is to make sure you eat. So that in the morning you're not like begging or like, you know, like you're not, oh, I need to eat. I need to eat. And like trying to get food because they're not going to give you food. You're basically skipping breakfast. Because they're just going to pick you up, march you down the hall and shoot so, you. So there's a bit of intermittent fasting that goes on before the, uh, <laughs> before the execution anyway? That's because you're breaking the fast, right? You just don't. Well, yeah, you just don't. That's what intermittent fasting is. It's just a fancy word for skipping breakfast. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know when they give it to you. Do they give it to you right away? And obviously, yeah, you don't want. No one wants evacuation to be happening, as little as possible, right? Right. So as little as possible. Six, and then by by, you know, ten mm. o'clock the next morning, <clears throat> nothing left in your system. So. I want to give you this last one, and this is great, and I'm going to give you all the information here, and you can look this uh, – there's a picture of this online. You can look this up. So there's a guy by the name of Victor Figuere. Victor. <laughs> so he was convicted of murder, um, and he was executed in 1963 by hanging, and he requested a single olive with the pit still in it. <laughs> yeah what a psycho <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like like what is that what what's the game there he's gonna try and choke himself before like take their i i don't know maybe who knows <clears throat> but yeah i definitely um yeah oh and i would probably go with some peanut butter chocolate ice cream i think too Tillamook makes one specifically so it's all chocolate ice cream, but it has these big swaths of peanut butter in it that are all frozen and hard, and you kind of have to chew on them a little bit. And it's it's been pretty a while. hard to beat. <laughs> so, all that ice cream right there. Well, Walter, until next time. It's John. Until next time, my friend. I appreciate it. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh,